Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a pleasant good afternoon to everyone and welcome to Fans in the Pro. Mike Haas and Deuce McAllister. And as we do each Friday, we begin by... Finding Deuce. Deuce, where art thou on this Friday, and what game does thou have tomorrow? I'm doing fine, man. How are you? I, I just realized I'm sitting here without a headset on, so talk long <laughs> enough for me to grab my headset. Well, that's not a problem. I am in Jacksonville, Florida, and I do not have an SEC game tomorrow. I will be calling a Southwestern Athletic Conference game tomorrow the swag i have uh dion jackson state um university against bethune cookman university and so um there are a couple other broadcast crews that got the pleasure to be off <laughs> i'm back by uh, yeah um tomorrow and our crew got another opportunity to go out there and get a little better how about that i'll put it that way all right well have you talked to dion uh yes now, do you, did you know him? I mean, you know everybody, but I mean, did you know him well, I should say? I didn't know him well, but um, here, here, here's an interesting twist as well. His first game ever um, in college coaching uh, as a head coach at Jackson State, I actually did that broadcast. Uh, that was actually uh, in one of the COVID years, and it was a spring game. Uh, it was a sp- when they played in the spring. Right. And so it was against Edward Waters – uh, university, another Florida school, uh, and it was a it was a pretty good thumping. But uh, so I, I had met Dion. I, I know Dion. I played against Dion, and you know we kind of talked about that a little bit as well um, on on the coach's call earlier this week. So uh, you know, it, it, it Jackson is obviously home for me. So I'm familiar with their program, and you know some of the things that they've had success doing, and some other things like that. So uh, pretty 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 cool to be able to do that though. Big show for you today. Coming up at 4.30, we will talk with Josh Booty as we will talk LSU and Florida, the Gators and LSU. That's tomorrow night in Gainesville. And at 5.20, we'll talk with Dave Horde. He is the Bengals play-by-play man for them. So we'll get you set up there. And we will, as we always do, but we're going to not talk about injuries right away because most of the, the injury 
news is out and that five are out, and it's the same five we've been talking about all week. We will begin with Andy Dalton, who today was given the nod by Dennis Allen to start on Sunday. And all things considered, even though Jameis was was limited in practice and did come back, this this can't be much of a surprise, right, Deuce? No, I don't think it's a surprise at all. I mean, I think the biggest thing that I saw and probably what they wanted to be able to do was, okay, Jameis, you were able to go through a practice. You were, you know, pretty much on a limited basis. But I think it's the ramp up for me for him and not just throwing him in uh, completely as far as, okay, you were able to practice a couple of days, now go start. I think it's more – Let's get your feet wet. Let's get you practicing. Let's see how you're moving around. Uh, and it may be a situation on – now, I will be interested to see how they do Sunday. Uh, will he be active? Will he be up and be the number two quarterback? Um, you know, with some of the other injuries at certain positions, that may be the case. You know, I don't know if they have the luxury of carrying three quarterbacks or he may just be uh, inactive. So, you know, it'll depend on who's healthy, who can go, and how many receivers they really have to bring up. And I guess you'll probably have a pretty good indication of that on tomorrow as well. By who they bring up, you mean? Like well, practice yes, squad I mean, elevations? When, when, well, yeah, well, practice squad elevations, and then, you know, you're going to have to have some movement tomorrow as well. I mean, because uh, – you're going to be short of numbers. You don't want to be in the situation that you were in last week where you only had three guys as far as receivers that were available to go and and that that, that, that were playing. And so, um, you know, you have a, a couple of practice squad guys that you can bring up, and if that's the case, then you're going to be moving some guys on your roster, you know, possibly even a couple guys that are banged up right now. It may be a situation where you put one of those guys on injured reserve, you know, and we won't we – won't, we won't guess. We won't call any names. But just look at look look at the roster. Look at the roster. You know, you 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 you're a smart uh, group of uh, intellects uh, who that. Uh, <laughs> so it, it it's all going to come down to numbers. That that that's what this game is. You know, you 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 can only dress forty six. I have what six guys right now already that are uh, five. five guys. Yeah, five guys that are out. Let's just five guys Deontay, already. Jarvis, Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore, and uh, Peyton Turner. Yeah, and so you're you're talking about, hey, look, um, I need bodies. How many can I call call up? How many can I move up? What other roster moves do I have to make to be able to give myself a healthy amount of receivers to be able to go out there? I mean, because, look, a running back loves a game plan where you only have two receivers uh, because you know you're going to touch it. Now, defensively, uh, I don't don't know if they love it, but um, we'll see. The impact of, of Lattimore being out, um, for sure, I'm looking down at the Bengals because right now they have T. Higgins listed as questionable and Hayden Hurst, the tight end, questionable. I mean, that's both of them are just really the only major players from a time standpoint because uh, of how much they, they could possibly touch the football. But I guess just overall, let's assume for the positive sake that it's Marcus May is back and Dennis kind of alluded to that today and Tyron Matthews. So you, you're kind of back at safety. Uh, what is the impact of, of, of the cornerback situation facing these receivers? Well, I think when you look at uh, – I'm not sure what I would throw T. Higgins in as far as – if he plays, he's probably only going to play on a limited basis as far as third down, and he's still their guy. Uh, not having Lattimore hurts you because now um, you you probably have to play a lot more zone. I mean, you won't get away too much 
away from who you are from a defensive standpoint as far as uh, playing man across the board. But uh, with this, this, this group of receivers, you definitely want to keep everything in front of you. And so, you know, even that's another situation and spot where uh, you may be playing some young guys or you may be playing some new guys that are just added to this roster within the last couple of weeks. I mean, but now you talk about having a guy in Lattimore that you feel pretty good about taking away one side. Now it's more, hey, look, let's keep everything in front. Let's play great uh, red zone defense and not get anything thrown over the top. And we're going to mix in some man-to-man coverage. But, you know, we, we have to be able to generate pressure this week for sure. And so it'll be interesting to see the cat-and-mouse game that they try to play with this group. And Paulson Adebo is questionable, but you would assume, I mean, he was limited all week, that he would play. JT Gray's back full. So probably Bradley Roby and uh, Adebo would be your, your corners? Yeah, that 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 that's who your corners will be. It will be Roby and Adebo, and I know he's Adebo is dealing with a knee injury, and so you know you just have to kind of roll with who you got. I mean, it's not like you can uh, go and sign too many guys off the street and be able to go and play, and 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 that's that's right now. That's who you got. So the Hardy situation not did not surprise me with his injury. Michael Thomas, that the, the foot and the toe. Lattimore's didn't surprise me. Turner didn't surprise me. I guess kind of. The two that I thought, and certainly there was some type of, I don't want to call it a setback because Coach Allen said it was something, but with Jarvis Landry, because he was very close to playing last week. So something, but he didn't practice at all this week, and, and, and he's out. So I don't know about that, but certainly the on the flip side of that is Chris Olave, who has really passed every kind of protocol that he's needed to pass this week from a concussion protocol to be listed as questionable. Do you see Olave playing on Sunday? I guess you're hoping. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if not. I mean, it, yeah, well, it'll be really how he tests and how, you know, what he goes through and uh, really how he's feeling. And so from a physical standpoint, you think he's fine. But, I mean, obviously he's got another, uh, I guess, there's five steps in that pro uh, uh, protocol that he has to be able to go through, and he took another step today. Uh, and, you know, it, it'll just be, all right, how, how are you feeling? Can you do whatever that – I don't because I don't know it completely, but I do know that it's a revamped um, ramp system that you have to go through as far as to be eligible. So he has to be able to pass that to be able to play on Sunday. And uh, you know when you talk about um, Jarvis, Jarvis, Jarvis played with a uh, basically a high ankle sprain. I mean, and um, he didn't practice last Friday, but they were hopeful that he he would be able to push through. And you know he just wasn't able to do it. And, you know, anytime that you're talking about a receiver being able to get in and out of cuts, uh, that, 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 that's tough. You know, we saw him be able to go to London and be able to push through it. Uh, but, you know, we don't know how, how that ankle responded as far as swelling. You don't know how uh, him being able to push off of that ankle, be able to get in and out of breaks, any of that type stuff. So, I mean, that, that, that's really where he, the trainers, the doctors, they kind of have a better understanding and a better feel for it. And, I mean, obviously it's disappointing for the Saints uh, because, you know, he's a playmaker and he's a guy that you kind of depend on and you want, you want to be a part of what you're doing. Got to step aside, take a quick break. On the backside, we'll have Josh Booty. We'll talk about LSU and Florida. So take a break here on Fans in the Pro. Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister, WWLAMFM.com, and the Odyssey app. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Fans of the Pro, Mike Hoss and Deuce McAllister. We'll get to Josh Booty a little later, but we will mention and remind everybody that LSU fans, tomorrow it is another SEC showdown. LSU battles the Gators. That one's in Gainesville. Coverage begins at 2 o'clock. The Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger tailgating show with Christian Garrick and Herb Tyler, one of LSU's all-time winningest quarterback. At 4, it's LSU's official pregame show with the voice of the Tigers, Chris Blair, and color analyst Doug Moreau. Game time is 6 o'clock. Tigers at the Gators tomorrow on WWL. And remember, you can stream the games live on the free Odyssey app. Back to Deuce McAllister, who is in Florida, but not in Gainesville. He is in Jacksonville. And Andy Dalton, kind of a, a weird twist if you think about it. So he plays for Cincy for nine years, then leaves He ends up with Dallas, Chicago, and the Saints in three consecutive years. So he's in the NFC East, the NFC North, and the NFC South. And every every one of those years, he's played and quarterbacked against Cincinnati. And we wasn't like he was the starter all the way along in 2020. He only played in 11 games in 2021. He only played in eight games, but played Cincinnati in both of those times and defeated Cincinnati in both of those occasions. Three touchdowns, no picks. Both of them kind of close in the Chicago game. He split some time with Justin Fields, but he was the starter. But when you think about it, Deuce, I mean, it's like you have to go to three different divisions and you still play your your old team each year. That's not easily done. Well, hey, go for the trifecta as well. I mean, what, what what's wrong with going three and zero, Andy? I mean, you can go three and zero against Cincinnati. You gave you gave them a good nine years. I mean, that's the least that they could do. Is allow you to go three and zero. I mean, uh, Mike, can we petition for that? Yeah, well, easily. I, I, you yeah, know, I mean, he's I mean, he is such a. When you think about it, I mean, in those nine years, he is your he's your touchdown leader. He's throwing more touchdowns than any Cincinnati quarterback, two hundred and four. He's your second leading yardage from a quarterback, second leading quarterback. I mean, he's he's up there. I asked him today because I was kind of curious because he's thrown. Nine touchdowns to Tyler Boyd himself. So nobody probably knows better how to maybe defend Tyler Boyd than than Andy Dalton. But he said, you know, that's just kind of old school thinking. He says with Joe Burrow, the quarterback now, it's just you don't, you know, it's not like, hey, do you have anything on Tyler Boyd that could help the Saints? So, you know. <laughs> well, he's going to know some tendencies. I mean, a, a, a player may change. But he's going to know some tendencies. And, you know, I, I can guarantee you, if you're looking for an edge, he has been in that defensive room with those coaches or you're talking about talking to some of the scouts, uh, just picking his brain a little bit about small, minute things. You may know, you, you may never know how big that moment, that instance, whether it's a stance, whether it's a certain look, whether it's a certain uh, just a player tendency. I mean, because we know from a overall, you know, the complete roster hasn't flipped over. There is some uh, carryover from some of the guys that he played with there. So, I mean, there you, you never know what tendency a, a former player may be able to pick up. And so, trust me, they, they, they whether it's defensive scouts, whether it's uh, advanced scouting, you know, and even defensive players, just ask him, you know, just something small. Uh, and, and, and it may not it, it may not ever pop up. It may not ever even come up. But if it does, you got to be ready for it. I mean, and so it's just you're looking for any edge. You're right. looking for any any edge. And so um, 
I know those guys are excited. I mean, you even talk you, you, you talk about even Jamar. I mean, just being able to say, hey, look, you know, I, I saw this or I've been able to see this, you know, since he's been in the league, uh, he lines up in a certain formation or he he may tilt his leg a certain way. And I've seen it eight times, nine times on this type of route, you know, and that it may be some somebody on the sideline and they see it. And now you got the sideline yelling over there to the cornerback. And, you know, it, it, you, you never know when it may pop up. But, I mean, you're, you're, you're looking for any minute edge that you can get to be able to help you be successful. Burrow's go-to guy has been Jamar Chase. You just talked about him. Uh, Harvey went to Rummel. Like Chris Olave, born in 2000. That's just still – I have a hard time wrapping my head around it. First-round pick in 2021, fifth overall, 32 receptions, a couple of touchdowns. And with Jamar Chase – the thing about what I've watched in the five games that I've watched with them is that he's everywhere. He's in the backfield. He's flanking Burrow. He's running the ball. He's 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 everywhere on the field. He is a running back that plays wide receiver, and he runs routes like a wide receiver. Now, they may not be the, the, the most crisp route as far as uh, is concerned, and what I mean by that, some guys run routes where it's just precision. He may not run the best precision route but he is going to get open he does a nice job of just being physical at the at the catch spot at the catch point and then being able to you know go up and 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 compete for the football and so the one thing i know about him is you have to tackle him you know if there's a player comp uh it's uh uh san francisco uh receiver uh debo samuel I mean that, that that that's who you're talking about because like like he he will line up in the backfield he'll line up in a slot he will line up uh, out wide I mean and so he's a he's a move guy as far as moving him around and finding the best matchup but I mean he is a heck of a football player and when you kind of get into the numbers which if you just kind of look superficially and you know you say oh, look look at Burrow's numbers it's just nine touchdowns five interceptions and sacked 18 times when I mean, you kind of get into it and I, I'm and we'll get into their actual games in a little bit but so five interceptions four of those came in the week one against Pittsburgh three of those came in the first half his first pass of 2022 was picked off it was a pick six so I mean so in his last four games he said seven touchdowns and just one pick and then in the sack situation, 18 sacks, you're like, my gosh. But 13 of those 18 came again, weeks one and two. So they've been very clean with Burrow and sacks and turnovers in those last four games. It's one of those kind of misleading. You look at the numbers, you go, oh, my gosh. But when you really get into it, uh, it's not really the case the last few games. They've been getting the ball out of his hands a lot faster. Yeah, I mean, he he has not held the ball as much, and so that's good and bad for the Saints because he still does, he still does hold the hold the football. And I think you know, any time that you look at an offensive line where your left tackle has a uh, MCL uh, issue with his knee, he's wearing a heavy heavy brace. Only practice and probably that was light today. You've got to challenge him. I mean, you have got to make uh, Williams feel uncomfortable with that knee, and you've got to bull rush him. You've got to use speed. Uh, Davenport, you know, this is this, this is your game. I mean, and this this is one where you have to be big. You have to show up for the New Orleans Saints. We've got to see that power. We've got to see the speed. I mean, you 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 have got to show up, Cam. 
I mean, this is this is this is another one for you where I want to see the cam of old. I've been seeing it, but I want to see the cam of old. I mean, because if you can give me a a, a a swim, a chop, a speed, I mean, they they can't block you. You know, Collins, I love him, a, a LSU kid, but I mean, there's no way that he should be able to block you one on one. I mean, they should have to live with chipping uh, with the tight ends in the back, and they don't do a lot of that. You know, they 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 like to get those guys out. They like to you know have Joe in one-on-one situations as far as he and his offensive linemen. I mean, but Saints defensive line, man, if we if we don't win up front, I, I don't like our chances. And that offensive line you're talking about is uh, Jonah Williams. That's the fourth-year guy. He's the left tackle. Then they got a, a rookie left guard, Cordell Volson, and then Lyle Collins is who you were talking about for the right tackle. So you're right. And Dennis Allen talked about that today and the importance of that front seven because you're going to have to disrupt, you know, Joe Burrow's rhythm, you're going to have to get to him before he can get to your secondary. And those guys, like you say, and it feels like from the Minnesota game, at three sacks in that, three sacks last week, and there's more to defense than the sacks, but it just feels like overall from a pressure standpoint, we're seeing more of this defense in the last couple of games than kind of what we expected, you know, for this season. Well, you're getting it more from your defensive line. You are getting pressure from your defensive line. You know, traditionally it's had to be a safety or – you know, Demario uh, is one of those rush linebackers, and and they still use him as a rush rush linebacker. Uh, Kay Nellis is another player that they use as far as a rush player is concerned. I mean, but you know, for the most part, Cam has been winning one-on-one situations where it's just him winning up front. You know, and it's the same thing with a couple half sacks with, uh, with 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 Davenport in that situation. You know, the one player that I would love to to for, to go off is uh, David Onyemata, and he's going to see his old buddy Alex Kappa, uh, the guard from uh, Tampa. Bay, you know, he was one of their free agent pickups up there in um, in uh, Cincinnati. So uh, they'll, they'll they'll get familiar with each other again. And uh, but 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 for me, it's hey, look, can you get pressure with four? You know, if I do uh, bring bring a fifth guy, you definitely have to get home. I mean, because now that means on the back end, uh, you're you're playing some un- underneath type coverage or man to man, and uh, you know, I just don't know if that's what you want to be living in in those type of situations. Uh, but if you can get pressure with your front four, I mean, I think that bodes really, really well for New Orleans. We're going to talk a lot or more, I should say, about the Bengals' defense as we kind of before we take a break. Do you expect? that Rashid Shahid will be called up uh, either PSE or, or signed outright, and then he'll be the returner this week? I expect him to be the returner. Now, how do they make that happen? Right. <laughs> that 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 That's on them. I mean, they, they've got to figure out how they make that happen. I mean, he's one of the, the guys, the roster moves that you, you – from a receiver and a returner standpoint that you got to see. I mean, because right now there's really only two guys that don't have a, a designation, you know, outside of Lave. It's uh, – uh, Traquan and uh, and Calloway. I mean, those are your only two receivers right now that that don't have a, a, a injury, uh, you know, a listing. So you've got to get some. You've got to get some guys. Up. You got to get some guys up from practice squad. All right, we'll talk about the Bengals defense. Lots to talk about there from former Saints Eli Apple, Trey Hendrickson, Vaughn Bell, kind of what they've done. And we'll get a little deeper into the Bengals' two and three start. It's a that's kind of a crazy two and three start. We'll talk about that and more with Deuce McAllister. You are listening to Fans of the Pro here on WWLAMFM.com and the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back, fans in the pro. Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister. Let's go to the phone lines and Jimmy from Gretna. Welcome to the show. Hey, buddy. I'm stuck in big traffic headed downtown to the uh, WWE wrestling event tonight. Got my Taysom Hill jersey on. Uh, just wanted to bring up, I know it's been lost in the fray. Everybody's talking about, you know, Jamar Chase and him being a Rumble guy. Of course he is. But, you know, he's from the West Bank. Harvey. He's from Harvey. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And you, you brought that up. I got to give you kudos to that, Mike. And he played at Oakdale Playground. Hey, look, and, and another thing lost in this, you know, Andy Dalton, he's had a, a pretty steady career. You know, he's playing his former team. Um, I want to get y'all's take on that. I know it's been a few years for him since he played at Cincinnati. And also, I just want to get your take on all these, you know, fans. I wouldn't call them bandwagon fans, but, you know, Joe Burrow's from Ohio. And, yeah, he brought us a title to the state through LSU at the Superdome. It was a Cinderella story. But, man, look, I get it. If you're drinking a beer, you got your LSU jersey on, you're at the game, that's fine. I'm cool with that. But if you're from this neck of the woods – and uh, you're wearing a Bengals Burrow jersey. Come on, you got to get out of here. You got to you got to get out. You got to get escorted out of the dome Sunday. Because yeah, we'll give them an ovation. We're gonna give Burrow an ovation, but after that, it's all business. So I want to get your take on that. You want to start oh, I mean, there, Mr. That, McAllister? Yeah, I think that that's what it has to be, and for the most part, that's what I think you you you'll get. Now the Saints, <laughs> they've got to help themselves as well. I mean, you you you've got to go out there and play. You can't allow Joe to be comfortable and you know not not be able to hit him. I mean, because if if he's handing it to you, then how can you expect people not to be able to cheer for him? And you know, when 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 everything that you just talked about occurred in that Superdome and the run that they had, I mean, and so um, I think that's what he kind of expects. I don't think that he 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 thinks that they're going to be thirty to forty fifty thousand people screaming his name for every every time that he comes on the field. And so you know, I, I expect. Uh, Saint fans to be loud on third down. I think that they're going to be loud and in the game uh, throughout the game. I mean, but you know, from a defensive standpoint, you have to make him uncomfortable as well. And so, um, I think that you're in a pretty good place. And you know, obviously, uh, you you talk about Jamar. Yeah, he's a, he's a West Bank kid. I mean, and uh, you know, done, has has done a, a lot uh, for you know, obviously, um, the city. And, 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 and I look for him to do even a little bit more going forward. He's, he's just getting his feet wet as far as uh, here in the state of Louisiana. And uh, you know, I just can't wait to see some of the stuff that he does do uh, for the city. And, you know, I know he's proud, but he understands, hey, look, uh, yes, I get to see my mom. I get to see my dad and, and, and a lot of friends and family. But I'm trying to win a game. You know, I, I am trying to win a game. His agent is even from here in New Orleans. So, uh you know, Rocky Rocky is, is is involved, and, I mean, Rocky understands. He knows, and I know that he's going to have a uh, a big, you know, contingent out there pulling for him. 
But, I mean, come Sunday, we're not pulling for it. Either nope. one of those guys. I mean, nope. we want them to do well, but we want them to lose. Yep. I whole I agree. When, it, when, it, when it's pregame, whatever. When that game, when that ball gets kicked off, it's black and gold, baby. Black and gold. Got to take a break. You're listening to Fans in the Pro. Mike Hoss, Deuce McAllister, WWAMFM.com, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back, Fans in the Pros. Want to bring Gary in from Algiers. Got a hard break coming up quickly, Gary. So, what's your question? And welcome to the show. All right, I got a quick one. Well, really, two of them. Uh, Cam Jordan has never, ever been hurt. Never. He never missed a game, never been hurt. Michael Thomas, he's got problems, buddy. He's, uh, he's, he's hurt all the time. Well, how can that be? Are we going to keep him around or are we going to trade him? Wow. Is that the question? Well, I'm not going to jinx the, the, the Cam one. He's been phenomenal as far as being healthy and being available. The only game he missed was because of COVID. Uh, Mike has been banged up the last couple of years. I mean, you take away the first couple of years that he was in the league, there was no issue with Michael Thomas. And so injuries happen. I mean, it's it's not like it's an easy game to play. And so um, I've been there. I tore both ACLs in my knee and, you know, missed two complete seasons because of those surgeries. So uh, it's not like he doesn't want to be out there. And I do not think that they're going to trade him. And for Mike, uh, we appreciate the call. Thanks, Gary. For 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 Mike Thomas, if it were any kind of a, like a foot toe injury where you can't push off, you can't you can't cut. I mean, there's just certain maybe some positions might be able to get away with it, but not a wide receiver. Nah, not at all. I mean, it, it, it's not possible. But I'm with you on Cam, man. I mean, him and Demario Davis too. I don't want I don't want to jinx. It. I felt so bad for both of them because of their strings. Uh, consecutive game string ended, you know, with with COVID, but it is what it is. But just just mainstays uh, for for both of those guys. So we appreciate the phone calls. Got a lot coming up in the second hour. We're going to be talking with Dave Horde, who is the Bengals play by play guy. We still hope to get Josh Booty on the phone. He was going to talk LSU and Florida. He's been kind of delayed uh, with some airport travel, so hope to get to that soon. But stick around here on Fans in the Pro. Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister, WWAMFM.com, and the Odyssey app. The news is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.